this computer. All right, we are live. Three, two, one. Welcome to Blake Street Banter, where we are emergency pod. We're not even getting into it. We signed Chris motherfucking Bryant. Dude man signed seven years, 26 million per to come join the Colorado Rockies. How are you feeling, Jamesy? How are you feeling? Uh, I have a mixed emotions, but mostly I'm just going to let this sink in to the fact that my favorite team actually made a move. Um, we can get into all the skepticism and, and the bad juju about it um, once we start playing some games. Um, but as of right now, I'm, I'm pretty excited. We oh, no. Where'd he go? Oh, no. I hope I don't fall. That's like my favorite thing to say. Anyway, um, yeah, he'll come back. It's, it's a weird spot, right? We haven't been in this in a very hot minute, very long time, where we've actually made a free agent signing with this kind of splash. And I, for one, am here for it. It's kind of getting a little, a little exhausted of the negative vibes on Rocky's Twitter, and they end up signing him and quieting all the haters. And as a fan, I absolutely love it. Yeah, sorry. Did you did I cut out there for a minute? You did. Yeah. Not sure where you stopped though. Wasn't listening. Yeah, I just kind of kept going there for a while. So um <laughs> but yeah, to your point, I was I was just trying to say, you know, we'll save the bad juju for later once we start playing games. Then we can get into into some of the negatives about this deal. And there certainly are some that a lot of people obviously are pointing out. You know, did we overpay? I mean, how can you say that? You can't, you can't say anything right now. We haven't played a game. So, um, you know, the, the bad thing is and where the skepticism comes from is the fact that the front office doesn't have any credibility or legitimacy at this point. But if this deal actually ends up working out in our favor, then, you know, they can start rebuilding that somewhat. So we'll see what happens. Uh, one of my worries is the no trade clause. Um, what do you feel about that? Do you think that? impacts the contract at all for you or not at all i mean it impacts it it has to because that those always end up going away when things get salty things get frustrated with the player and front office so that is going to come into play later and then we're kind of handcuffed so the player chris bryant would have all the leverage going forward but i don't give a shit <laughs> I don't like we who cares? He's not going anywhere. Right now he is a Rocky for the next seven years. Right now he is in purple pinstripes, playing left field, center field, probably playing first base, DH, playing third base. Hell, he might even catch. Like he is here for the next seven years. And so to your point, to your question, I don't care. I it's fine. Yeah, and you point out that obviously that gives leverage to the player, which is absolutely true. One thing I want to get out of the way right now is like Chris Bryant isn't like uh, Arenado or even like a story or even like a Tulowitzki where winning was the number one thing at all times. I'm not saying that in a negative way at all. What I'm saying is that Chris Bryant's won an MVP. He's won a World Series. He's doesn't seem like winning is the top priority for him, even though I'm sure he does want to win. Again, I'm not saying that in a bad way. What I'm saying is he wants to get paid. And the Rockies paid him. 
and he's going to come here and he knows he's a smart guy. He knows guys around the league. Everybody talks about the Rockies baggage. He knows what he's getting himself into and he agreed to come. So I'm, I'm just thankful for that and excited to see how this all plays out. I hope, I hope it works out for everybody. He came to the franchise owner that helped in the lockout. He knows, he knows what he's doing. Our owner ended the lockout. So that's just good vibes. That's being facetious. I think you might've cut out again because you're not laughing. That was supposed to be funny. Oh, okay. I thought, see, I I thought you were serious and I'm like, hang on. Wait. Let me get my thoughts together. Did, no, we did all know. He actually do something good because I don't remember. <laughs> no, he, he's a jackass. That that will always still be in play. However, the front you keep going back to the front office. The front office is new. It's Billy Schmidt and who who's the president, the new president guy. Like it's a new front office. It's a new regiment. And I think the signing Chris Bryant like solidified like. Hey, yo, we different. We out here. We are doing things different. We we're not doing the JB stuff. You can all you haters can stop. We are going to do things differently now, and we are going to use this time to establish that. I have no doubt that they're sitting around some country club toasting themselves to that very thought, but I am going to disagree. It's more the same. No, it is no. So. Why? Why? Explain yourself. Bill Schmidt is is a yes man. We replaced Bradich with just another yes. Okay, man. so my point right there. Before you say wait, 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 no, 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 no. Yes man. No, he's not because Jeff Reidich was a yes man. That's why we got mad at Jeff Reidich. He was a yes man. He was doing whatever Dick was wanting him to do, and yet he didn't do something like this. I have a working theory that Breidich wanted to do a lot more and Monfort put the kibosh on it. And that's why he resigned out of frustration. I don't know. I'm not in those circles. And frankly, Aaron, neither are you, my friend. I don't know what it was like. I really, really don't. But what I do know is that Bill Schmidt appears to be appeasing Monfort. He did that when he was interim. That's why he got the job. And then he completely botched completely botched we let story walk without anything we let gray walk without anything that's your only that's a very valid point i agree that still doesn't make any sense to me but yeah so, to, I mean, bill to schmidt, my argument is bill didn't know what he was doing bill <laughs> was trying to establish himself he didn't know what to do with story that's a big deal hey you're gonna throw me into this fire Dick, everybody, I'm sorry everybody for this. knew what the, everybody I don't know knew what to what do with this. Sorry. Everybody knew what to do with that, bro. Bro. Everybody knew what to do with that. And he's right. he sat on his hands and we got nothing. Nothing. It like literally right. there's only one situation there. And then, you know, all of a sudden in six months, old Schmitty got it together. Now he knows what he's doing. Sometimes it just takes time. I know I didn't know what I was doing my first day of work when I first started doing my job. Well, you are somewhere GM of a baseball team as your first job. No, but I was pretty much thrown into a fire. I wasn't ready to put out. Well, 
and my well, people had patience. Quit, quit trying to quit trying to humanize these front office people. <laughs> quit trying to act like I, these people have feelings and lives. Okay? I I am wearing my good vibes Connor Joe shirt. I am feeding off the Chris Bryant signing. I am a whole new person about this regiment, and so maybe I, my judgment is clouded for right now. I will okay. take ownership of that. Yes, maybe I'm being dumb ignorant all that but i really do think this says something about things gonna be run different i do yeah don't let me rain on it you know i i really do do who, who orchestrated the michael gibbons trade last year was that jb or was that billy that was billy that was billy oh so we made a trade that worked out yeah but he well, hang on, wait. Who yeah, got to, Michael Gibbons? Who who brought Michael to, Gibbons? Is that what you're saying? No, who traded Michael Gibbons to the Reds for Noah Davis and Bob? Okay. Yeah, that that was that was Schmidt. That was Billy, right? So we made a trade that I would say has worked out so far. Noah's got very big, very big, bright future in front of him. Bob wasn't terrible towards the end. Billy signed uh, our first th three major league free agent signings in 40, 72 hours for the last three years. Dude, quit giving this man credit, okay? Billy? Billy might yeah. be. Billy might Billy. be. What do you think? They're going to make Moneyball 2 and Brad Pitt's going to be Billy, Billy Schmidt? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> It just that would be that would be a fun watch. And uh Jonah Hill's gonna be Jonah, Dick Monfort. <laughs> He's gonna switch roles. We're gonna be confused the entire time. Jonah Hill's gonna be Dick Monfort the entire the entire video movie. Uh, I, I I don't know. I'm I'm gonna go out this high, but let's go back to Chris. Whatever, Chris Bryant. Where so now there's a whole there's more questions, I think, even now than there was before. Where does he play? What does that do with the lineup? Where do we go from here? Yeah, so I think immediately he kind of slots in at an outfield spot. Um, you know, that that's kind of occupied by people like um, um, Tapia and Garrett Hampson. Um, you know, he's going to slot in the outfield right away, but there's definitely going to be occasions and depending on injuries and, and things like that. I still don't know if Crone's going to be suspended or not. Um, no, I don't know that's that by now. Okay, so I guess that's out the window then. So, you know, um, if Buddy, who's who is a good manager, he's going to ride hot hands. So, I mean, some days he's gonna he's gonna play he's gonna play a little bit of everything this year. That's the reality. But I think if all things go correctly and, and go well and health and all that, he's gonna slot in at left field uh, pretty easily. With the new DH rule, my hope is that Charlie's not going to be playing in the outfield very much. Um, that's just that's just my hope. Um, some people disagree with that, and that's fine. I do. But what what I believe is wrong. we need – I mean, yeah, most of the time. <laughs> but what I believe to be the case is that, especially for home games, you have to have defensive guys out there that can cover grounds. So that means guys like Hilliard and Hampson are playing in the outfield. Like, there's no, there's no doubt about that in my mind. So – you know, you got Hampson in center, you got Hilliard out and right, and you got 
um, Bryant and left and you got Charlie DHing. That's kind of my, that's kind of my dream scenario. Um, but Hampson and Hilliard are inconsistent at the plate. So again, I don't know. It's kind of hurting my head thinking about all the possibilities, but it's so wonderful knowing that there are so many possibilities out there as far as lineup and all of that stuff. So Billy's going to be able to get Billy, but he's going to be able to get um, creative for sure. And he loves getting creative. He does do that well. And you have, yeah, I, I have total trust in, yeah. And you have you have Valade, Welker, and Montero knocking on the door. Tolia, at first, like there are more options to fill in those those possible spots, which is even another conundrum. But that also gives them another year of development, right? Like they can stay down in Albuquerque this year because we all know we're not winning anything this year. Like this ain't it. But we are a few years away from winning, hopefully. So he has yeah. the opportunity to really play around and just kind of make it through the year, figure out what he has and go from there. Uh, yeah, yeah. I, uh, I mean, so as of right now, it, you just need to be aware that the entire league is laughing at us because of this move. Why would they be laughing at us? The, the reaction is that the, the contract is just ridiculous. I mean, I just I'm perusing Yankees Reddit real quick. And oh, that's it dumb. is that's a dangerous game. Well, I know, but I mean, do you think Twitter's any better? It definitely isn't. <laughs> um, yeah, I mean, people are are laughing pretty good at us for this one. This isn't near as bad as the Desmond thing, and I was still trying to defend that. So I'm going to defend this until I can't anymore. Let's just put it that way. I am with you. I am all on board on this. This is fantastic. I absolutely love this. Yeah. Um, you know, we get laughed at when we don't do anything. We get laughed at when we do do stuff. Front office is what it is at this point. I mean, let's just have fun with it. Yeah, let's just have fun. Who? It's There's no such thing. We're talking about this in the Twitter space. There's no such thing as overspending in the moment. Like, there's it's is what it is we got chris bryant for seven years and that's where we are right now and it's fantastic and i am pumped and it's going to be fucking fun to watch and we the reality fans. is we are fans it's going to be fantastic the reality is is that we what are our expectations i mean we can we make the playoffs now with this expanded field that would be sweet but the reality is is that we're a middle of the club team. And, you know, if we, if we compete for 500, we're going to be, we're going to be happy. So that's just where we're at. That's the state of the club. Right. That's, that's the state of the fandom right now. So that's what we signed just, up for. Yeah. Let's just hope for the best and go with it. See what happens. Right. All right. Well, I think we, I think we beat this to death. So we shouldn't ever beat anything. But, to death, James. No, I this topic uh, metaphorically we have covered. Okay, last question. Last question. We were yeah. talking a little bit about it. Who do they designate for assignment? Because we have two spots for Colome and Chris Bryant that need to be found, and on the forty man, who gets yeah, so look, made? Looking at the forty man right now, I'm I'm baffled by one name on there right now, which is Scott Oberg. Um, that's a good see. Yeah. I mean, that's on MLB.com, so I, I have to imagine that that's somewhat up-to-date, right? Um, 
please somebody correct us if we're wrong, but Oberg's on there and I'm not sure why. Um, and then as far as who's going to get DFA'd, it's got to be one of these relievers that is going to fail to, to crack the top, top 25. Um, just has to be one of these relievers, I think. Uh, or I hate to say it, but um, Tapia, uh, Tapia could be one of those guys. He, he doesn't hit for power. He hits a ton of ground balls. His defense is is Sus. decent, but it is suspect at times for sure. Uh, I mean, he's he's kind of hit his ceiling, and I hate saying it, I really do. But I mean, unless he starts hitting for power in some way, shape, or form, the games just kind of outgrew his skill set. Yeah, that's yeah. I'm not gonna beat that drum, as opposed to whatever you said earlier that was inappropriate what was that beating things to death? To death yeah that was oh, me i'm so sorry please <laughs> so you are corrected sir i uh, <laughs> but i i can see oberg retiring and getting a coaching position uh, to help save face for the dfa yeah, well, I think they already have an idea of what they're going to do as far as, as the 40-man. I'm just not sure where it's going to be yet. They, they have no idea. There's still no plan. Yeah, who am I kidding? I don't Tyler, who do they designate for assignment when they need Colome and uh, KB on the 40-man? Did you, you guys already, there you go. Did you guys already establish, like, one guy or, or any guys yet? We need two spots. Oberg is one, one of the relief pitchers, and Tapia. James just threw all Rockies fans under the bus and said, <laughs> fuck you guys, Tapia's gone. So James is the bad guy right now. The one that stands out to me is probably Daza. I think, you know, I like Daza, but I think Sam Hilliard's probably, you know, a similar quality defender, and I think that there's something there with the bat to try and unlock, but with Daza, I think maybe you get like a 260 hitter with Daza, no power. So he's someone that, to me, I think that maybe you would have liked his bat to progress a little more pure hitting-wise. So I think Daza's kind of a likely... See, that, yeah. that was my... That was almost my exact opt, my exact argument for Tapia, but exactly. Daza... Daza's defense is much better. Daza has a elite arm. So I I just I gave Daza the nod over Tapia just for that. Well, but yeah, I could it could be one of those two guys. With Tapia, since he's yeah, I I know that there was something in the CBA to kind of talk about what happens with with arbitration players when they get designated for assignment. I mean, you know, Tapia is getting paid a few million dollars. Like if you if you're trying to put money elsewhere like you know you get rid of tapia you have some some payroll flexibility i, I don't know if that matters now maybe it would have made more sense um a couple months ago before the lockout but he's someone I, it makes sense to me too yeah so we're all putting our money on tapia or daza and then who's your other guy do you think tyler you're probably the most versed in all that than we are James just speaks I mean, Someone that's come to mind kind of recently is is Yon Ibar, left-handed reliever who they got last winter in a trade. But like the thing with him is he's got a lot of upside that right. they, they traded for him with that. And they knew he was going to be on the 40 man. 
and they knew he was a, a project. So it'd just be kind of, you know, I think premature to cut bait with him already. But in a way, he kind of makes the most sense because of how raw he is. And, you know, this is a team that maybe is trying to progress a little bit. That was – I had that same thought with Olivares. I, that same, same exact thing, right? A lot of I, I think, outside, yeah. a lot of big arm, but it didn't very really develop last year like we wanted it to. I think, yeah, that argument applies like same, same, you know, really high upside lefties, but like are they ever going to throw enough strikes to play at the big league level? I don't know. Yeah. So I think that's that's a big decision that the Rockies have to make. Um, like this is fun, but there's still no plan. <laughs> it's clear they don't know what the fuck they're doing, but it's still <laughs> fantastic to ride along with it. Got it. I, I think I saw you, Aaron, reply to our guy Mario – it's like, you know, we're just along for the ride at this point. I, you know, I think as Rockies fans, the last few years, we really realized the state of the organization that, you know, there's a lot of mishaps. I'm at the point where I'm, yeah, I'm just riding along. There's nothing we can do to change it. You know, you can't just jump ship as a fan. I mean, maybe you can. I don't think that's how any of the three of us operate. Like, you know, if you're a Rockies fan in 2022, I think you're a Rockies fan for life you know what you're getting into. You yeah. know that, that it's rooftops and good vibes. Like that's, you know what it is. <laughs> and it's kind of fun to be like the fan of an underdog team too. But like, I think the Rockies take underdog. They It's a different meaning of underdog. It's self-imposed. It's not, you know, looking, we're about to have March Madness start tomorrow. Tons of underdogs, but that's not self-imposed. You know, you're a, not a 16 seed because you want to be or that you do something wrong. You're just, you know, a small school. But the Rockies are like, yeah, we basically are going to put ourselves into this always going to be the underdog. You. We're a, we're a lovable that. loser that's plagued <laughs> by a villain owner. That's true. We don't have a goat to put our curse on. Wonder if we no, can throw that but... out. Wonder if we can throw that yard goat, throw a yard goat curse out there. <laughs> Not again, nothing against them, like a good curse or something. I don't know. The beauty of it all is that I'm pretty sure the next general manager is going to be, I don't know if it's Walker or Sterling is the one that just got promoted to the head. Sterling. Sterling. So I I think the next general manager is going to be Sterling Monfort. And I think that, you know, Dick Monfort's never going to sell. And the team is going to go to, you know, it's going to be split with the kids. So it's like, this is the Rockies forever. I I think I, you know, maybe Sterling is going to have the mind to be the owner and, and put things in the right direction, but (laughs) yeah. (laughs) We're not even going to dive into that. (laughs) No, I don't want to. We've been going for a hot minute. That's a super villain arch that I do not want. (laughs) (laughs) That is a timeline. I do not want to experience ever. exactly it's like an yeah. alternate universe that is good we're going to experience at some point but we don't want to think about it <laughs> yeah i mean it could happen it's definitely going to happen so just deal with it it's what do like, yeah that's another topic we're going to save this we're going to pin this uh what do you call that movie <laughs> what do you name that movie um all right let's say that this is so tyler joined us late that's why he popped in so tyler give us your unsolicited kb signing opinion Oof. and it will end it with this because we gave ours at the front 
Okay. I mean, there's a lot to unpack because I think I think for the rest of at least like the next few years, every single thing the Rockies do, and we saw this the moment the signing went down, everything that happens for the next few years is going to be tied to the last couple of years where we've seen, you know, two really beloved players, you know, depart the organization. Everything's going to be tied to that. So I, I think everything almost has to be thought of in, in light of that. But in my opinion, like I was saying, you know, we're trying to just be along for the ride and have fun. Um, I, I think it's pretty awesome. We just signed a former NL MVP. I personally, you know, I'm a, I'm a huge Rockies critic, but I think that the Rockies have set themselves up to potentially luck into another, you know, 2000, 2007, 2008, um, and then most recently in like 2017, where out of nowhere they kind of just take this huge jump. I, I think they've set themselves up for that with, you know, Ryan McMahon and Brendan Rodgers are both really talented, um, good pitching staff. I think it at least puts the ball in motion. You know, maybe there's going to be a hill coming up that the ball can't roll up, but I think it's exciting as can be. I, I think we've all hit this point where we're like kind of depressed about the Rockies. I'm excited to watch baseball this year. That is, you know, Rockies baseball. I would have watched baseball regardless, but excited for Rockies baseball because of Chris Bryant. He's a cool dude too. It's like not even just a good it's player. Fun. He's a really awesome guy you want to root for. So yeah, I think it's awesome. Yeah, so suck it, James. You're the oddball. Well, <laughs> and, and with the expanded playoffs, you know, it, anything can happen at that point at, at altitude. So, yeah, I mean, let's just enjoy it. Let's just enjoy it. To be fair, James didn't say anything that Tyler didn't. So, James is on board, too. And just, there's a downside. I, I think there's definitely that other side to see that it's, you know, you're a little upset, annoyed with this, and this is just like a pacifier almost. You could you could look at it that way. I could definitely see that. I don't know if that's what James said exactly, but I can see that too. Yeah, pacifier, word for word. Word for word. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. It's and there's there's a whole other slew of tangents we can go on. The Nolan Arenado trade, the what did we do with story and gray if we're doing this? What's where are we going from here? But we're not doing that tonight. Chris Bryant is a Colorado Rocky, and 2022 is going to be fun. So, haters, go on and hate. We're going to have, be along for the ride, and then we'll talk in June, July, and we'll probably be salty along with you. However, Chris Bryant is a Rocky, and they signed a major league contract, and we are stoked. So, enjoy it. It doesn't make any sense to me. Like, <laughs> it's so weird. It's so, so weird. That's why we did the emergency pod. You only do everybody. Everybody around the league sense. is scratching their head. <laughs> Everybody's confused by it. Who gives a yeah, shit? Yeah, literally everybody. <laughs> Who gives a shit? It is fun. Dick's gonna dick, and <laughs> Billy's just gonna be here, right? So, go rocks! Woo! Thank you for watching and listening. Please check out our link tree for more content.